0: If it's true that this is the question, if it is true that the salvation prayer is man-made false doctrine, how do we then become filled with the Spirit by following the Ten Commandments question? So there's two things here. is firstly, is the salvation prayer a man-made false doctrine and then secondly, how do we become filled by the Spirit? Is it by keeping the law? All right. So this is important for me to address. And I'm so thankful. That's why I wanted to talk about this. So listen, when it talks, when we're talking about the salvation prayer, the prayer that says, you know, Jesus come into my heart, um, I give my life to you. And, you know, some people have said that the sinner's prayer, as we can call it, you know, that is not biblical. Now, yes and no. I say this because it, it's, it needs to be explained see the sinner's prayer in of itself is not what determines whether someone is saved you know there's a lot of people in the world who who once in their life say jesus come into my heart right and but they they aren't believers according to how the scriptures define a believer to be okay just because you say a prayer doesn't mean you actually believe it you can god it's not like about some some magical chant or special formula of or just a saying I Jesus come into my heart now you're saved live the way you want don't worry about even you know going to church or or living for him live for yourself you said the prayer you're fine many people actually think that is the way that you get saved and that's you can live the way you want and so in that way the sinner's prayer is dangerous but there's nothing wrong with with having that be the beginning of someone's journey. Someone's journey will all likely, I mean, mine and yours and many of us have had journeys who began with God. I give you my life, God, Jesus, come into my heart. Right? There's nothing wrong with that, and that's good. The question is, is have you given your life to him and do you are you a believer because to be a believer is to actually believe what you say you see the 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 mindset of the Bible of how the believers to find is to actually not just say something with your mind but believe it with all your being so if you believe in Jesus have you picked up your cross and followed him like he commanded you to do have you Have you put away all other masters in your life and said, Lord, you're my Lord, you're my savior. Have you have you stopped the the habitual sins that you were in bondage to? Are you fighting against sin? Are you battling to be free? Are you or are you just like Jesus? I follow you. Thank you for saving me. I cannot live the way I want. Okay, that's what we need to understand here. Are you a true believer? And then to, as to the second question, how do we then become filled with the spirit? Is it by following the Ten Commandments? OK, very, very important to answer this. Many people, right, when they start being like, wow, I need to be obedient. I need to follow the instructions of God. Praise God for that. I want to you want to live holy. Praise God for that. But then we, we somehow we start thinking that this is how the Holy Spirit is is achieved. You know, I spoke to a man once, and he, w- we were talking about casting out demons, and he said to me, Petey, you know, I, I, I don't. I, maybe one day when I can keep the Sabbath more, and and when I keep more of the law, then you know, I can cast out the demon. And you know, if that's your mindset, you're never going to cast out a demon. You're never going to walk in the spirit. Do you know why? Because you are actually now attributing." whether the Holy Spirit is going to work through you according to how well you keep the law of God, how well you do in your works. Now, look, we we ought to have good works and walk righteously. But look at what Paul said. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Yeshua the Messiah was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you of this. Listen what he says. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain if it was indeed in vain? Does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by the hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counting to him counted to him as righteousness. Right. So we see that Paul is saying he's warning. Do not rely on your works of the law to qualify you as one who is deserving of receiving the spirit. Look, man, if you think that, oh, look how well I did today. Now I deserve the Holy Spirit, man. If that if you think that's how I get the Holy Spirit, none of us deserve him. None of us will ever achieve that that level of holiness that Yeshua did because that's what's needed to receive the spirit if you want to go on that. But it's because of what he has done, because he was sinless, because he died for us that we can be saved by faith in him. And that's in the same manner that as how we receive the spirit. Salvation is by faith. Receiving the spirit is by faith. And then our works will naturally change because we love and believe in, in him and are changed by him. But It is by faith that he works with his spirit in and through us. So do not attach your good works to walking in the spirit, because then when you make a mistake and you will when you have a bad work one day, then you're going to be like, oh, no, the Holy Spirit can't work through me. Oh, no, the Holy Spirit's going to leave me. Oh, no, because why you are because your your doctrine is that the Holy Spirit is only with me because I've been keeping the law kinda well or kinda okay? Because we are, we we need Him. Because we need Yeshua is why He sent His Holy Spirit. He did not. If we were able to be good, we wouldn't need His Spirit. If like in what I mean by that, if we're able to be good in of ourselves. Without the spirit, we don't need the spirit, but it is because we need him that we receive him. It is then therefore by faith that he gives himself to us. Okay, guys, I hope that this this is so important because I think a lot of people are actually kept away from the spirit because they think, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough because I have this sin, I have that. Sin. I made this mistake. I made that mistake. And yes, if you believe that, you will not be good enough in that sense. But it's not because I'm good enough that Yeshua died for me. And in, 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 according to my works of the law, he died for me, in fact, because I needed his sacrifice. But he died for me because he loves me. He died for you because he loves you because he has set you apart as his own, because you're his child, because you're his son, his daughter. And that's the same reason why he sent his spirit for you, because he loves you. Not because, oh, you've been a good boy. You've been a good girl. Here's No, it's because he loves you and he's giving his spirit so that you can be empowered to be a better believer and to be a believer who, who sets others free.